Hello and welcome to the goodliest soil under the cope of heaven. It's a podcast about North Carolina, its history, all the good, the bad, and everything in between. The Nansimon River is a 20-mile-long tributary of the James River in Virginia. Nansimon people lived for centuries on both sides of the river in small towns and communities. They spoke an Algonquian language in which the word Nansimond just meant fishing spot or a fishing point. The Nansimond people actually called the river Chuckatuck, but of course they would not call the name Nansimond. They wouldn't call the river Nansimond. That's means fishing point. So how did the Nansamon River get its name? Because of other people that named it and also named the people. They didn't call themselves Nansamond either. It's unlikely they called themselves the fishing spot people or fishing point people. The name Nansamon was given to them by other people, perhaps calling themselves uh, just people. Um, maybe they called themselves a name derived from a common ancestor, maybe a common founder, much like we have multiple Washingtons or Franklins or Jeffersons um, in North Carolina or Columbus even in our own place name. America is named for the explorer America Vespucci. Saying that these people called themselves Nansamond would be like us calling ourselves the people of I don't know the two oceans or something or people of the north in the case of North Carolina maybe we would call ourselves people between the mountains and the ocean I don't know but you get the drift they didn't call themselves Nansamond simply put we have no idea what the people of the Nansamond called themselves before we have the people of Jamestown that settled up into their area but we do know what they did there's archaeological evidence and there's a whole lot of anthropological evidence that showed that they harvested oysters, they hunted, they farmed, they're right beside the ocean, and they had really fertile soil, by the way. And we also know that they hunted. Just, you know, people. We know that they were related to the Nodaway, the Chowanoke, the Chesapeake, the Pamunkey, the Mattaponi, the Chickahominy, the Maharan, and the Heliwasaponi, and they traded extensively with all those individuals. We know that they, the Nansamond, we know that they were matrilineal, but not matri- matriarchal. So that means that they got their lineage, their names, and so forth from their mother, but women were not in charge. We know the people that we call Nansamond, like many nations of eastern pre-Columbian Virginia, were part of the Powhatan Chieftain, which was a federation of sorts, uh, I don't know, a United States, if you will, of eastern Virginia. Thirty states were part of this chiefdom that consisted of roughly twenty to 30,000 people all participating in this government. As followers of American history are probably aware, it was in 1607 that the English founded Jamestown on the James River, of which the Nansamond, or Chuckatuck, River was a tributary. And remember, the Nansamond River was harvested by the people that lived there for its abundance of fish and oysters. 
And followers of American history will remember that the early Jamestown settlers were absolutely terrible at farming the coast of Virginia soil. They had no idea what they were doing. Which led to, eventually, widespread starvation so bad that it led some to cannibalize their fellow dead settlers. That's desperate. So naturally, English colonizers said they couldn't make their own food. They followed where the food already was. In this case, they followed the Nansamon River and its oysters and fish. The very same oysters and fish that the people that already lived there relied upon for their own survival. As you can imagine, this set up a conflict that eventually led to the Nansamon not only fighting the English over these resources, but eventually fighting amongst themselves. The people that wanted to continue to resist the English to the end, if necessary, and those that decided that some degree of cooperation with the English was necessary, well, those two groups, they got into a fight amongst themselves and the English too. Eventually, the resistors of the English lost and the survivors fled away from their ancestral home of the Nansamond. And those survivors sought refuge with another Powhatan chieftain. That state was called the Nottaway, and it was also larger than the Nansamond. And, and by the way, the Nottaway, the Nottaway people, that's not what they called themselves either. But, of course, just like the Nansamond, they lived on the Nottaway River. In any case, the ones that did not seek refuge with the Nottaway, they were scattered. The English remained, of course, however. And the Nansamon River, with its abundant food supply of fish and oysters, not to mention the fertile soil, was now wide open for settlement. And for poor English looking for a better life, well, they poured into the region for years. And that, of course, you can imagine, it wouldn't take very long for there to be enough English people to warrant the need for organized government. And so Nansamon County was going to be formed in 1646. Poor English people came to farm the rich soil, some through indentured servitude, some not. For many English, Nansamon County was the first stop in their new American lives. Some saw its settlement as not the best way to become wealthy and powerful. You know, they couldn't live their best lives, so to speak, in an area that was already being dominated by people living their own best lives. So many English didn't stay very long, choosing to migrate into more open and less settled areas, and given the proximity and closeness, the really wide-open colony of North Carolina to the south was very attractive. And so it was that between the late 1600s and the early, very early 1700s, that among that large number of early English settlers into the largely undeveloped colony of North Carolina was a man named John Hinton. John and Charity O'Dwyer Hardy were also in that group, bringing along their daughter Mary. Like many, these three people, well, I guess four people, they chose a place with the promise of government protection and legal authority without its interference. Isn't that the American dream? Where the colonial government could issue land deeds without actually knowing what's actually on that land. Open space, legally owned, without government control, 
Well, people still want that. And for these people, that place was Western Craven County, North Carolina, along the Noose River. Now, these four people at first did not really know each other, but they will. John Hinton will eventually meet and marry Mary Hardy, the daughter of John and Cherry O'Dwyer Hardy. And North Carolina history, eventually, especially Central North Carolina history, will be forever altered because of that marriage. And that's it. Thank you for listening, and I hope to uh, talk to you again a little later on. Be good.